it's important to recognize that the African-American community is looking at this issue through uh, a set of experiences and a history that doesn't go away. Uh, when uh, Trayvon Martin was first shot, uh, I said that this could have been my son. Uh, another way of saying that is uh, Trayvon Martin could have been me uh, 35 years ago. There are very few African-American men in this country who haven't had the experience of being followed when they were shopping in a department store. That includes me. I think it was a... What up, it's your boy, Grey Wolf. And this episode is about the final uh, episode of the miniseries documentary, Trayvon, uh, Rest in Power, the Trayvon Martin story, uh, produced by uh, Jay-Z and it was heavy it was it was very heavy it showed the you know it showed the domino effect of how we got to where we are now in 2018 you know what I mean with Trayvon Martin with Trayvon Martin's murder being swept under the rug and Zimmerman getting off you saw you saw the true the real America start to creep out you know what I mean and this episode shows it perfectly you know black folks wanted answers they started a an organization slash hashtag slash movement. And when that happened, you know, the racist is like, whoa, whoa. What are you doing here? You guys are stirring up some mess. And I think, and the reason why I posted the clip before I started this, that clip of Obama, you know, showing compassion for Trayvon Martin and his family and also identifying with Trayvon Martin you know he's a black man so yeah he's dealt with with this that was the trigger that was that was the moment that white folks lost their fucking minds and no, I'm not talking, of course, of all white folks, but if you're a racist bigot, yeah, I'm talking to you. That's when Fox News lost their damn mind and everybody lost their damn mind talking about how, you know, Obama was trying to divide the country. No, he was not trying to divide the country. He was speaking on some shit that only black folks can understand. And y'all didn't like that. You know, when it was a white president, only thing you had to, when it was a white male president, the only thing you had to understand is what white males deal with. You know what I mean? It would have been the same thing if Hillary got elected and she started talking about the problems that women go through. And she started identifying with uh, the problems that only women have to endure. You know, the misogyny, the sexism, 
rape culture and all this other bullshit that women only have to deal with. You know what I mean? So when Obama did that, I think that's I think that's what birthed Trump. I think that's what birthed the alt-right, the new alt-right, so to speak, the new Nazis, all these new white supremacist groups that, that basically were born out of the Trump era. And Trump hadn't even, you know, said he was going to run for president, but that, I think that's what triggered it, to be perfectly honest. White, you know, people who wanted to, wanted to go back to the way it was where, you know, it was cool to just, you know, lynch black people for nothing over BS. That's what they want. When they say make America great again, great to them is the 50s. You know what I mean? That's what's great to them. They would rather... They would rather have guns than lives. They are more protective of their guns than the lives of their children. You saw that in Florida. You know, and, and you know this episode goes through a bunch of the 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 big uprisings regarding you know Michael Brown, Tamir Rice, Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, and it's it's just crazy, man. But the one that hit me the most during during the uh, the episode was the Tamir Rice because when, when Tamir Rice was killed that that triggered me in a way that was different than any other murder of a black child this little boy was 12 years old playing outside like 12 year olds do he didn't have a chance the moment them cops got out of the car, he was dead. Two seconds. Period. He didn't have a chance. And at the time, I had a 12-year-old boy. That could have been him. He likes to go outside. I have a, I have a, little, I have a little nine-year-old boy who likes to go outside and play with swords. You know, swords are a little bit safer in the eyes of, you know, pigs and white supremacists. Little black kids can't play cops and robbers outside anymore. We can't have water gun fights. We can't have, you know, nerf fights. Unless it's in a, you know, inside of a building. White kids don't have to deal with that. 
but black kids always have to deal with the possibility that a cop or somebody with this stand your ground bullshit is going to shoot them because they think they're dangerous over some toy gun. And that's why we say Black Lives Matter. That's why Colin Kaepernick took a knee. And Eric Reed and all the other NFL players who are taking a knee during the uh, so-called American anthem. People need to understand, man. You got to check your privilege. You got to check your privilege because if you really, if you really want the world to change, and you're a white person and you denounce racism, you denounce white supremacy, then this bullshit about you know being colorblind and not seeing color and all lives matter and all that bullshit, that's not gonna cut it. What you should be saying is, yes, I see that your color, I see that you being black makes it that much more difficult in the eyes of white supremacy in this country. And I see you and I'm with you. That's what you should be saying. Because even if you don't see color, there's millions of other people that do. And if you're a cop, a so-called good cop, and not a pig, then y'all need to start speaking up. Period. Y'all need to start speaking up now. Fuck this brotherhood, blue lives matter bullshit. Y'all need to start speaking up. Because the only thing worse than a bad cop is a good cop that says nothing. And that makes you a pig. So if you haven't watched any of the episodes, I highly recommend go to the Parabot Network or BET and watch them. I'm sure it's on, go to BET.com and be able to watch it. Or if you have BET, they'll probably re-air it. Or if you have cable, Paramount Network, watch that shit. It's important. And doesn't matter if you're black or white. If you have a child, you don't want them to get killed over an idiot like George Zimmerman. You need to start thinking. You need to wake up. They were making George Zimmerman seem like he was like the the next coming of Christ during the trial. But notice in this last episode after the trial, his girlfriends, his wife, all these people that were sticking up for him in the damn trial are now saying that this guy's dangerous, this guy's a maniac. Why isn't he in jail? Nobody knows why he's not in jail. He started showing his true colors after the fact. They got him on tape saying, nigger this. They got him on nigger that. 
he sold, he auctioned off the gun that killed Trayvon Martin for money. And he's bragging, he's been bragging about it for five years. And he even stalked, he even stalked a freaking uh, private investigator that was investigating him for the show. And the damn ju judge wouldn't grant the private investigator, uh, what do you call it? Wouldn't, we, what do you call it? What's the word? What's the word? A PFA. He couldn't get no protection. She's like, no, he couldn't, she couldn't, he couldn't come up with two times where he, he got assaulted by him. So, well, Zimmerman is free to go again. And right now, he, he just feels like he's untouchable. He's been arrested damn near a dozen times since the Trayvon Martin hearing. And he still ain't in jail. Karma's waiting for him, though. That much I do know. Can't dodge it forever. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore!